Hi, welcome to Harrison's Pod Class, where we discuss important concepts in internal medicine. I'm Kathy Handy. And I'm Charlie Weiner, and we're coming to you from the Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. Welcome to Episode 71, A 47-Year-Old's Woman with Pulmonary Hypertension. Okay, so a 47-year-old woman with idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension has failed medical therapy, including oral agents and IV epoprostenol. She has advanced right heart failure with severe right ventricular dysfunction on echocardiography, and her cardiac index is measured at 1.7 liters per minute per meter squared. She is now being referred for lung transplantation. I think with the growth of lung transplantation as an option for patients with advanced lung diseases, it's a good topic to review. Okay, well, let's do some basics on lung transplantation. What are the common indications currently? Well, obviously, it's for patients with advanced lung disease, where the presumption is that replacing one or two lungs, because you don't always need to do both, replacing at least one will restore function and quality of life. The most common indications are for COPD, cystic fibrosis, fibrotic diseases, and as in this case, pulmonary hypertension. There are specific criteria for when to refer to a transplant center for each of these disorders, and that relies on a combination of physiologic and functional assessments. Great. Well, let's get to the question. Which of the following statements regarding lung transplantation in this case is true? Option A. She will require heart-lung transplantation for her advanced right heart failure. B. Idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension patients have worse five-year survival than other transplant recipients. C. Single lung transplantation is the preferred surgical procedure for idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension. D. Her own right ventricular function will recover after lung transplantation. Or E. She is at risk for recurrent pulmonary arterial hypertension after a lung transplant. Okay, this question is looking at which procedure is best and then also a little bit about outcomes. So in general, survival has improved over the last decade and is very similar for all indications with about 50 to 60% overall survival. Most patients succumb late to chronic rejection or bronchiolitis obliterans syndrome, so option B is false. So having pulmonary hypertension does not put her at greater risk after a lung transplant. Right. What about single lung versus bilateral lung transplants that's mentioned in the question? Given that lungs are such a limited resource, it would be nice to maximize allocation by using single lung transplants. But they're often performed for patients with pulmonary fibrosis or COPD. Outcomes are slightly better for bilateral lung transplantation, though, in these disorders. And because of infectious concerns, bilateral lung transplants are really required for cystic fibrosis. This patient has pulmonary hypertension. Can you do single lung transplants in them? In patients with idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension, double lung transplantation is preferred because of improved survival and the concern of creating worsening VQ mismatch if one lung has a dramatically lower pulmonary vascular resistance than the other. So option C is also false. Okay, so what's the answer to the question then? So the answer is D. Her own right ventricular function will improve after lung transplantation or would be expected to. Once the pulmonary vascular resistance and afterload to the right ventricle have decreased, the right ventricle, which is highly plastic, will typically regain its function. That's also why option A is false. Heart-lung transplantation is seldom necessary for pulmonary arterial hypertension patients. It may be used for patients with complex congenital heart disease or concomitant acquired heart and lung disease. What about option E? Is she at risk for recurrent pulmonary arterial hypertension after the lung transplant? So option E is also false. It's rare for the primary disease to recur in any of the usual indications for lung transplantation, and it has not been described for idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension. Great. 
So the teaching points in this case are that patients with advanced lung disease and functional disability may be candidates for lung transplantation. In general, the five-year survival after a lung transplant is about 50 to 60% with slightly better results when a double or a bilateral lung transplant is performed. Patients with cystic fibrosis and pulmonary arterial hypertension should receive bilateral, not single lung transplants. And in those patients with pulmonary arterial hypertension and severe right ventricular dysfunction, their right ventricular function will improve after a bilateral lung transplant. And you can read more about this topic in the Harrison's chapter on lung transplantation. This is Jim Shanahan, publisher at McGraw-Hill. Harrison's PodClass is brought to you by McGraw-Hill's Access Medicine, the online medical resource that delivers the latest trusted content from the best minds in medicine. Go to accessmedicine.com to learn more.